Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Steps Podcast. Today is a very, very special episode, and I know I say that a lot, but this one is very special because um, I have Amanda here who's um, a creative and she uh, co-owns Real Authentic Human Media with her husband. And um, the reason why this is a very special episode is because her husband is Braz, who helped launch Steps Magazine. And um, Amanda was also so fortunate and just so loving to offer her photography skills in her creative vision and just beautifulness that she has, um, you know, Two Steps Magazine. And she shot a lot of of the um, cover uh, steps for the magazine. Matter of fact, she actually shot most of the cover steps for the magazine. So, Amanda, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, as we focus more on, you know, your guys' business and you being the creative. It is my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to dive into this. I know our brains kind of work similarly. So they do. <laughs> let's get into it. I'm ready. I am so hyped. Okay, so um, let's jump into creative. Yeah. Right? You and I were actually talking about this soon before we started. Yeah, it was like hit the record button. Yeah, let's, man, <laughs> might as well just do it right. now. You know, you and I have talked so much about, and I want to talk about cliches first and foremost. You know, you and I have talked so much about these cliches and how, you know, when we are scrolling through our Instagram feed or just looking at other photographers, we obviously like to see, um, get get creative because we also are inspired by others. But, right. you know, w- do you mind sharing some of the cliches that you try to fight yourself? Mm. Damn. Okay, coming out the gate hey, with something we're, very we're, general like this. We're hitting it. And yes. Okay, how I fight cliches. I don't I think this is difficult for me to answer cuz I don't think I've ever approached it with that um, concept in mind yes. really. Yeah. Um, but I think how I kind of approach uh, life in general from a creative lens is trying to remain open to as many sources of inspiration as possible mm-hmm. and viewing things from maybe a new lens sometimes. Yes. So yeah, we can get lost in the social media and Instagram, and especially from a creative or photography standpoint, it can kind of feel very saturated and easy to kind of replicate. Yeah. Um, so I think my my uh, most authentic approach is to try and find what is human about each individual subject that I might be photographing. Yeah. I mean, if they're humans, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, to find the humanity in that. Because yeah. that image, that portrait, that um, photograph is going to be more powerful if it's real. Yes. Regardless of if it's polished or if it's, you know photographed in the most professional way um the humanity is what does it for me and then outside of maybe a a human uh subject um you mentioned like street photography and that sort of thing and that's amazing right finding inspiration in things that probably most people who are going about their day-to-day life are not noticing right like the way uh, we're looking out this window, yeah. the way like the parking stall lines light up with like the sunset yes. or, you know, yes. things like that, things that are intriguing. I feel like I live my life through the lens of my camera. Yes. So like if we're driving down the street, I'm just like, oh, what I wouldn't do right there yeah. in this like pocket of 
interesting looking environment, you know, and I'm definitely the one where I'm like, I want to pull over and take pictures there, you know. I don't know. I, I, I enjoy viewing the world this way, you know, it's yeah. a little bit more interesting. No, I love that. I love that. I, I think also, you know, while, while cliches are also, you know, a are, are something we, we, we try to avoid, I think sometimes we also don't realize we're doing them. Sure. Or we realize, you know, we actually are taking a different spin on a cliche yeah. that, you know, you and I talked about uh, uh, the doing a doing a photography session in the in like a farm or something like right. that. The orchards, you know what I mean? But then you have an individual who like, yeah, they're in a farm, but they're on a tractor. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They're in like the 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 barn or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I it, it, it's funny how like you can have a cliche, but at the end of the day, like you said, like the way you approach it. Yeah. Is just going to matter 10 times. Yeah, more. absolutely. And if you're willing to put in the labor of putting your own creative spin on whatever that mm -hmm. cliche is or whatever inspiration you're drawing from. Yeah. As long as like you're approaching it with some level of original creativity from yourself, for sure, you know, for sure, I love that. In in the creative space of you know, from photography to video to um, you know, being behind being behind the lens, how much are you balancing like having um, you know being authentic um, to like what you're capturing? Versus, you know, you having to maybe, uh, I guess not stage, yeah. but, you know, uh, like having someone to have to pose. Is that just like a project by project basis? Like, how do you kind of approach that? Um, so when it comes to, because sometimes you do have to stage yes, for the lack of a better word, 100%, right? 100%, yes. And, um, and often subjects might be a little bit uncomfortable or whatever the case may be. Acts, and so yes. it is our... Um, responsibility as that professional to guide, mm -hmm. you know, and that might feel a little staged. It might yeah. feel a little posed, um, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like you can, you can guide them in the direction, but still allow space for there to be those authentic moments, yes. that personality. Yes. And maybe, maybe what's uncomfortable is the moment yes, too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I, I don't know. I and I'm not sure if I answered your your question. No, exactly. no, no. That makes sense. Yeah. Because also, like, I also work in construction, and right. so, so a lot of that will have to be timed and staged and mm -hmm. you know scheduled and that sort of thing. So right. I don't know if that's what you were getting at. Yeah. No, that is. It, it, I f for me, like, I find the same. I find it hard to have the same balance where I'm trying to, you know. I want to take a photo of someone in doing street photography. I want to take a photo of someone in their craft. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I want to take a photo of someone in their craft. So yeah. like, like, dude, no, don't look at me. Right. Like, just keep doing what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. So I'm staging them. Sure. I'm, you know, posing them. Right. I'm helping them guide through their through their process right but like yeah they were just looking at me right so it's not like it's like in a crazy authentic sure. photo you know right yeah okay so yes absolutely in in that in that way because they're aware of you yes. taking the photo and that sort of thing yes so, yeah 100 where you're coming from so you you know so um you you brought up uh you know the construction uh company and that that you know you work in work in that environment as well you know um what new challenges did you find as a creative 
in that, right? Because I saw some of your guys' stuff um, where uh, Legacy Construction, by the way, and yeah, you know you're you're killing it there. Shout out to them. But you you talked about yeah. You know, I mean you sh- you uh, had a reel and just these posts where you guys are up at like two a.m., three a.m. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, what what kind of challenges have you had to face there <laughs> as a creative? <laughs> Getting all of my equipment dirty. (laughs) Oh, yes. I literally would have never imagined myself in the construction space at all. It kind of fell fell in my lap. But it's a totally different approach, right? Because I didn't necessarily have a construction background. And so I'm approaching it maybe from like an artistic standpoint and not necessarily something that might cater to someone in the actual construction industry mm-hmm. if that makes sense yes. um and so it was a learning curve for sure so right. remembering who my audience is yes. is a big one but also i've been given the creative liberty to um market or uh, create visuals that might be a little less conventional for the construction industry as well so we've gotten to push that envelope a little bit but in terms of um the learning curve you know i had to be aware of what might be a violation or what is safety or what is code or you know things like that and and being aware of those things and then the creativity working around those you know constraints yeah for sure for sure did you find also the you know that challenge being being you know a positive in the creative and and like pushing your boundaries that you didn't definitely i mean it it challenged me right Right. yeah there were there were definite times where i had to take a step back there were lessons to be learned and a new way to approach different shoots Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm grateful now because there's a team and so Mm -hmm. there's it's a more collaborative process um which which i can appreciate but also there's um the construction people seem to be into it too. Yes, so like yeah. it's rewarding that we've been able to shoot something that might be industry focused, mm-hmm. but can still cater to the greater audience. For sure. And I'm super like proud that like we can have followers on those social media platforms that are like, yeah, I'm gonna follow a construction company. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I don't know anything about it, but yeah. I'm gonna follow y'all moving dirt. You know, because uh, yeah. we do cool reels. That's yeah, why, because we're yeah. a little funky, and yeah, our yeah. and our uh, leadership lets us, you know, <laughs> walk the line. I love it. No, I love it. I love it. Um, you know, in our in our creative moments, in our creative, you know, <coughs> I guess times, mm-hmm. you know, we also have to. We also fight the like damn is this a good idea sure how much how much do you have to find balance in that within your own self of hey like okay am i stuck to this idea too much um or you know is this something that is just not gonna work okay this might be twofold for me sure and i might get lost on my thoughts so bring me back i got you i got you so in terms of um, it was balance, right? That yeah. So like, how much are you balance? How much do you balance your own creative and um, your own creative of like, okay, maybe I'm stuck to this too much, and then the other half of like, no, I am stuck to this, but I know this can work. Yes. Okay. Twofold. So my life is so much busier than it's ever ever been, and I'm balancing a million million projects and creatively and professionally and personally 
Um, and so I have to be very deliberate about how I spend my time and mm-hmm. what I commit to. Yeah. So if there is an idea that I am in love with and I am sold that um, I just fully believe in, I really don't need the validation. I'm just going to blaze forward with that idea. But I've also come from enough collaborative environments to understand that like feedback can be good. It can refine your vision, you know, that sort of thing. And so I guess, I guess, I guess it's like a gut check, mm-hmm. right? Um, if I feel challenged in the way that I feel like the the idea that came from my soul yeah. will improve, then I'm I'm all for it. But sometimes as a creative, if something was, you know, inception, its inception was within me, it would be hard to be like, okay, pivot or let that idea yeah. die. Yeah. So yeah, it would yeah. be tough. But I think I've found more balance the more opportunities to work collaboratively gotcha. in a creative environment. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I'm like, I got the idea, yeah. and I also got exactly how to do it, and you're just going to listen to me. Yeah. So it's yeah. been good for me as a creative no, to that's share good. as that's well. Good. And you know what? Braz actually, I, I got to give him his flowers because he definitely challenges me. Sometimes I think I balance so many projects that I might not push the creativity on a certain one, mm-hmm. and he's – He's checked me on that, and it's brought those designs or that concept to the next level. Yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. No, I love grateful. that. I love that. Shout out, Braz. Yeah. Man. Hey, yo. Um, in terms of, like, you know, you talked about it being, like, you don't need the validation, right? Yeah. How do you arrive at that? How do you arrive at the, like, I know this can work? Because mm. for me, like, I'll give you an example is I run to meditate, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, when I run, I don't listen to music, which – you know, Colleen tells me I'm like the weirdest person mm. in the whole world for that. Mm. But I, I don't run with music or anything really anymore because I want my mind to just run through whatever it needs to run through. Yeah. So that's kind of where I find my validation. Like, so how do you kind of arrive at that? That you're like, this is it. It's it was a journey. I wouldn't yeah. say that's always been the case, but the first thing that comes to mind is falling in love with myself. Yeah. I just freaking love me and I think I'm dope and I think I'm badass and I think I have dope ideas. Yeah. And like I'm fucking awesome. Yes. Like, what do you <laughs> and I feel like I've always known that and felt that about myself, but I maybe didn't have enough self love yeah. or maybe enough confidence to wear that badge proudly. But I think I've had enough experience in the last decade to let me know that, like, actually, my ideas are dope. Actually, people really mess with me. Yeah. And I don't really need any validation outside of that. So if I think it's dope, then that's really all I need. Yeah. But then if y'all think it's dope, then that's just, like, extra kudos yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. for sure. But sometimes I look back on some of my work, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, glad that... <laughs> glad we've grown from there so yeah yeah, yeah. you know i gotta stay humble i gotta remember we all got places to grow i hear you yeah i hear you um so you know you talked about you know kind of this 10-year experience so let's talk about that a little bit Sure. you you guys you and braz met at fresno state in fresno correct in fresno yes um but you know that took you to then that took you to la uh braz moved to la LA. LA. sorry But you went to, uh, you were in New York at, at the time, right? Yes. So how have, like, those experiences, like, where, you know, you were in Fresno and then you went to L.A., this, I mean, excuse me, you went to New York, this huge city, yeah. right? Um, kind of, like, how did those experiences help with the creativity? 
Um, I'm from Kingsburg, first off. So Shout I out Kingsburg. Right. I had never <laughs> been anywhere. Yeah. So if you're familiar, super tiny town, it's kind of a one size fits all situation yeah. there. Like and you I hit that bush right and you missed the whole town. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and um, I had never really been exposed to any other environments other than that environment. Mm-hmm. So after college, I threw myself into New York. I had committed to um, living there for an internship, um, having never been there before. Love so it. it was quite ballsy. Love it. Um, But New York was everything I never knew I needed. Mm -hmm. It challenged me in the most beautiful ways because I'm not who I was before I I went out there by any means. If you knew me 10 years ago and you know me now, you know that you don't know that person anymore. Um, And New York offered me so much expansion and challenge to who I was, how I thought about the world, how I thought about people, how I approached my day-to-day life Mm -hmm. and that trickled into every area of my life creatively and otherwise and it also made me more curious like art um is exploratory right and um the more I learned the more I realized I didn't know anything and it made me even more curious to explore and very much like you I love the storytelling side of it you know and it's just given a a greater story and so many more tools in my you know repertoire yeah what we can contribute to the world yeah I love that I love that in in, you know in your time in New York so right um, for those who may not know or who haven't listened to um, Braz's episode or read his um, read his issue uh, you know, he eventually did join you out there, right? Yeah. And then, um, you know, you guys lived out there for a while, and then you guys made a decision to move back. Right. Um, in, you know, in between all of that, like, you know, from where New York, where you were at New York until you're at, you're here now, um, you know, how has your creative eye and mind changed? Oh, gosh. Um, I was a creative before I had tools. Yeah. So tools meaning anything. Yeah. A camera, um, a skill set. Yeah. Anything, a software, anything. My mind just kind of operated like that always. Mm -hmm. And so the moving to New York and moving back just gave me experience Mm -hmm. that gave me the opportunity to express my art, to express my creativity in new ways. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was through, you know, experiencing all those different types of people, watching creatives um, do whatever they wanted in this city, you know, and create all of these experiences that they just could. No one was making them do this, and that was so inspiring. And so I wanted to do that, and that actually inspired coming home because, like, we got all of these experiences, but then we found ourselves climbing a corporate ladder. And I'm like, this wasn't really the goal. So to bring those back to like a home Mm -hmm. town and reinvest them locally made the earning the skill set that much more rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You, you and I have talked extensively about how, you know, we enjoy the Valley. We enjoy living in Fresno. Right. And I, I remember you said, like, there's nothing like getting fresh vegetables. Oh, God. People <laughs> don't realize. They don't know. Bro, I didn't know. <laughs> <They> didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize. Okay, you know until you, like, have to experience it. Like, yeah. having to go buy your, like, 
cucumbers and they're frozen and nothing nothing tastes like what they should and then they wilt the next day yeah. you just have to shop every day <laughs> yeah. in the city yeah but yeah i hear you um so um you know in, in right right now you were talking about like um you know the creative of new york who you know they are exploratory they do these different things yeah and they don't necessarily ask for your permission sure how have you balanced that where you're like okay this is borderline you know out there and then i also need to be in tune with like with my with my customer and not so much on in legacy side but just in general sure can you say the question again sure sure so how how have you balanced being like too edgy yeah getting right on that line or crossing it yeah or you know getting right there yeah and then knowing when to cross it yeah and then when to come back and be like you know what like no that. yeah i wouldn't say so much that it's shown up in the art the output of the art but rather the production of the art oh. um expand it, i i would say that like pushing the boundary came in the production side of maybe giving pushback when there was a creative direction that I maybe didn't agree with mm -hmm. or if I wh whatever the case may be yeah. really finding my voice and finding the confidence um, to take creative liberty or to take control of a moment or like I found myself in this situation when I did that content um, class a couple of weeks ago yeah um, one of the exercises was just to create a reel and it was timed and I very much wanted to work collaboratively in this moment but i'm competitive yes and i do this for a living just so a i'm smidge. like <laughs> i'm like okay so we worked together a little bit at the beginning but when it came down to it i'm like oh okay let me just wrap yeah. this up for you yeah. and so maybe in that type of environment where i feel a little bit more empowered to play less uh let's be fair and and more let me take the reins for a second and and win i gotcha <laughs> yikes I gotcha. so we're just gonna touch that on that real quick um how much of it is winning <laughs> from what what is it it meaning like it meaning like i um it meaning whatever you define it, right? Like it meaning like, hey, I won in in this challenge to be up at 2 a.m. to do this site. Hey, I, you know, I don't know the step parenting world, but Suki, yes, I can do I can do magazine mm -hmm. shoots for you. Mm -hmm. I can do these shoots for you. You know, how have you defined winning over this time frame? It definitely depends on the project and what the purpose is. Yeah. So if it's a creative project that doesn't really have anywhere to go, it's not for a client, maybe something like that, winning is just I love the output. Yeah. Whatever comes out of it, I, I just – if I can continue to, like, look at it, you know, and I'll come back to it and I yeah. just love the work, then that's winning to me. But if maybe there's um, the goal for one of my clients – to you know get a certain level of views or engagement yeah, yeah. i might be less tied to what the like polished output looks like and more like what audio is trending yeah and i'm gonna hook up yeah. you know your visual yeah. to this audio and then that's gonna go viral and that's a win for you maybe it's not like oh my god i love this piece of art but it's like that one you know people saw your brand so depends yeah. on what i guess that the goal of the project is yeah. and yeah yeah 
I but I consider you. myself a winner either way. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. For those for, <laughs> for those uh, who don't know, uh, Amanda's quote that I always tell Braz is like, you know, y- you won, so, you know, why why are you mad? Like, yeah. why? Okay, I mean, if you didn't win, okay, but you won. Right. And so blood, sweat, and tears. You're welcome. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Amen. There you go. Um. Um. It, so you know, y- you've obviously had now quite a bit of experience where you guys, you know, started this company. Yeah. Um, that you know has cr- has turned into right. Exactly. You know, real real authentic human media, That's which right. is an acronym, obviously, or yeah. not an acronym. Yeah. Which is which can be a, which is can be an ac- acronym for yeah. <laughs> my son's for, name for for the little man um, Rum. for the little man yeah. and you know it, it can you just tell a, a little bit about you know where it started and then obviously that a lot of that has to do with your guys's move right yeah and then to kind of where it is now yeah so initially I was just um, I I was caught up in events. And so I wasn't really producing art like that or right. uh, working creatively or anything like that. But um, for, um, for for the story purposes, yeah. so Braz and I, our wedding hashtag was Brazzle Business, and that turned into our original company name. Right. Um, we have similar skill sets. Braz studied broadcasting, and I did communication, turned into events turned into him acting and you know us leaning into the the media side of it mm-hmm. um originally it was supposed to be for weddings right we have shifted away from weddings shout out to everyone in that industry not for me love y'all um <laughs> but i i realized that i love the emotion of it i love the humanity of relationship connection and that sort of thing and so i still love photographing people just maybe not on the most important day of their life I'll let someone else handle that yeah um yeah I appreciate and respect it so much but maybe a styled shoot I'd be into yeah 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 um so it's grown a lot we've moved away from the wedding industry we um we said we were gonna do film for a little bit but it's kind of evolved even away from that um we we still offer photography I still definitely love the family and the portraits and that sort of thing but the way that the world has moved has made social media so readily available and so many businesses need it so we've even shifted in that direction yeah so most of our services nowadays are creating social media content whether that be you know photography based mm-hmm. or reels based whatever the client needs that's how we operate most often right. nowadays that's what most of our work is right currently. right right um but yeah, still trying to find the humanity of it because like originally we were working with individuals and now we do work with brands. And so that's another level of, you know, learning that brand and finding a creative way to um, create content that will be successful in such a saturated environment. So it has, you know, yeah. its own challenges. No, I hear you. I hear you. You and I talked a lot about our love of IG and what it yeah. what it is. And then, you know, I, I showed you Vero the you know, yeah. the app I'm yeah. using right now mainly yeah. for photography. But um, in terms of, you know, social media and, you know, how has the balance been of, you know, like you said, like, I, I okay, I know this audio is, is just skyrocketing right now, you yeah. know, like, um, but I also want to make sure that I've, I've also balanced the 
my creative thought, right? Like, yeah. I, d- I don't want, like, you're not trying to sacrifice your your creative ability right. with what the world is doing. Right. So um, social media not having to be so polished where other platforms might need the visuals to be a little bit more polished gives me a lot of creative liberty and room to create whatever I want. And I think that's what I love about Reels is um, they can – oh, right, right, right. They can be they can be as creative as possible and sometimes in a really short format. So I'm challenged to be – quirky or clever or a little funky in a short amount of time and that's super fun for me so it's a fun approach honestly and you can create um educational content informational content in quirky and fun ways and so yeah i kind of love it i love that yeah uh um you know anthony from anthony's tacos was talking a lot about that you and i talked about that earlier where man the education piece is such an important part Mm -hmm. and more importantly the audience appreciates yeah. an educational piece. Yeah. You know, um, in terms of social media and I guess, um, I guess the, the balance of family. Oh, yeah. You know, how has that kind of come about where, you know, you know you need to be active. Yeah. But you also know that like, hey, I need to put the phone down. Yeah. This is really hard for me. Yeah. Because I work on my phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is very, very hard for me. Um, so what I've realized now is that I don't do a good job um, balancing it because I also work from home. So it's not like I can like, OK, I'm here. I'm going to work on these things. But when I'm home, I'm not. Yeah. Um, and so what I've had to do is purchase a separate phone. I know that's crazy, but so much of the content that I create for social media is on my personal phone. So even if I'm trying to use it personally, I'm running into work yeah. either way excuse me either way so i'm i have to create that intentional physical boundary yeah because otherwise i can get lost i'll be spending personal time with my family but i'm casually on my phone working yes and yeah it's it's very challenging to find the balance have and have you had have you had a uh, a challenge also in in the in terms of you know not getting caught in like the um i don't want to say like I don't want to say like the swiping, but more so of like, okay, what's the next thing? Okay. What's the next thing? Yeah. So I can't help but to get involved in that because I have clients who depend on me to do that. And so I consider it, I reframe it in my mind as research. Yeah. Market research, baby. That's right. That's right. So, um, I'm intentional when I scroll like that. I feel like I scroll more often for that than I do for my own personal leisure. Um, it's just how my work is set up. And so, yeah, I, but no, honestly, Suki, I don't scroll that often for myself anymore, but it's only because I just simply do not have time. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. And then, like, I, I think a lot of people get lost in, like, you got to define the balance for yourself. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, if you're single and you live alone, like, who cares sure. if you've done it for two hours? Sure. But you have a family. Sure. You have other obligations. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of it also has to do with, like, how you define it for yourself. Sure. Yeah, because part of it is Braz and I are in this space as well. So, like, it, it is of a personal benefit for mm-hmm. us also to be contributing to our personal accounts. Yeah. Right? Because we're in this space. So, we even have to be mindful about that because we have to create content for our family, mm-hmm. uh, what our followers simply engage with. 
without it encroaching on our actual family time. So I think we've done this long enough for us to have a pretty good balance, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Braz and I kind of know the drill. So we're filming when we're at events or we're having like a family moment, mm-hmm. but we get the shot and then we put the phone down. Yeah. We get the shot and yeah. we put the phone down. Like we know what we're looking for at this point. Like we see a moment happening, we're going to get the shot and then we're right back in in hanging out yeah. in that environment. It's yeah. just it's just the world we live in because I have to capture those moments for content for our personal right. brand, but I also want to be a human and like spend time with my friends and loved ones. I so, hear you on yeah. that. I hear you on that. Um, you know, you and I speaking of content, you and I have talked about everything is content. Right. You know, so I I think sometimes we we have a hard time you know, balancing of what, what it means for everything is content. Right. But like you said, like, yes, everything is content. So let me get a quick 30 second shot of whatever I'm doing. Yeah. But now my phone is going to go into my pocket and I'm here. Yeah. I'm available for you to talk to me. Exactly. I'm present. Right. Right. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's absolutely the case. And even to the point where like, I know exactly how many seconds I'm going to film of this moment. Yes. yes, Often not more than seven or eight. I I have a very, I have a very large library of very tiny videos. I hear you. I hear you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's the best. Man. That's the best. Man. Um, I only really need the moment and the yeah. moment's very small. <laughs> it's so, so small. Yeah. It's so small. Yeah. Um, how have you, how, so speaking of the moment, how have you balanced, you know, not experienced the moment through a lens versus being there? Cause you talked about like it only being like seven or eight, but you know, we, we do get caught up in, yeah. we do that, that happens, right? Yeah. So how has that balance been like, and have you had a hard lesson in that where you, cause I remember for me, sometimes I was like, damn, I can't remember that other than when I remember me recording it. Mm. My initial reaction was no. Yeah. Like, I I don't struggle with this. Yeah. But maybe that's a delusion that I've created for myself because yeah. I've accepted that this is my life. Yeah. And I, this, I mean, I'm, I'm a content creator. And right. so at all times, that's literally the mindset I'm viewing it from. And so it's interesting like for for my birthday I very much wanted to be hands off I did not want to be on my phone at all because I'll end up working but we still shot content on my birthday right so we got the content we knew we were (laughs) what shots we were going to do and then our phones were gone so it looks like from that perspective you know what's going on in our life or you get an inside look but it's all strategy like you see what we want you to see and it's really not that much I love it I love it it looks like it's a lot but yeah really don't be seeing that much. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Um, so the, you know, um, ROM and, you know, real authentic human media. Yes. Which is new branding, by Which the way. Which is new branding. Yes. And so if you do visit our Instagram, none of, none of the new content within the last year is up. Right. So you right. won't see anything of what we actually are producing. Right. Nowadays. Right. Right. Cause we were waiting for the rebrand. It's <laughs> been over a year. Sorry hey. about that. Yeah. Hey man, yeah, so. a rebrand takes a minute. Okay? That's right. So the, we got a backlog the, of interesting content the, coming the, your way. The, the, the creatives know. Yes. Um, but in, in terms of the company itself, right. Yes. I, you talked about how, you know, you, you did move, into these different areas and you like you said you had to rebrand and you had to kind of you had to maybe pivot right yeah definitely um but based on what i've i've seen and what i've experienced with you guys i would love to i would love to say that you guys are a creative you -hmm. guys are creators and you're not an agency (laughs) which is just looking at like you know which is just looking at to just 
um, like uh, a rinse and repeat model. Right? Sure. Um, how have you how how has that kind of organically happened? Right. Because you talked about how you're not a wedding photographer. We're not these different things, but we are we are this creative creators. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's kind of like been your bread and butter that you're thriving at. Yeah. So I definitely have training from that space mm -hmm. in as far as, you know, agency goes. Right. And so that influences me. But it's nice to be an individual contributor without you know, you get to pave your own path. Yes. And so, yes, yes there are maybe steps that are tried and true, but also that's not to say that there are not more innovative paths or um, options to pursue that maybe someone hasn't tried before. Yes. And I, I like to have that creative liberty. And so, yes, I'm grateful for um, the structure of what I learned in those spaces, but mm -hmm. I'm also great grateful to be to be able to pave my own path in yeah. that regard so i love that i love that um so you know i, I want to focus on steps and steps magazine yeah. specifically a little bit yeah you know you came out the gate just you know ready for us and yeah i just want to say thank you again in person and just here but yeah what i also noticed was that you you know, you very much love your husband and the story that he had to tell. Yeah. And from what I from what I want from what I could tell was that you wanted to make sure you did a justice for these individuals because of this experience that he has. Yeah. And continues to have. Yeah. Right. Um, so would it be is it is it um, right for me to say that that it's almost it, it almost hits you a little bit close to home where, hey, like I want to make sure I do justice by these individuals mm. and present them in the best light. I love that you shared that perspective, but no. OK. Um, it was you. Oh, thank you. It was you. I yeah, definitely love my husband. Yeah, shout out. He yeah, his story and all of that is valid yes. and contributed to that experience. But it was actually you and your passion for wanting to share those stories, right? Because we don't hear that often from the step parents' perspective. And we don't hear that often from the child's perspective having step parents, you know? And so I I'm for community and I yeah. and I believe that we all have an opportunity to win and you had an idea. You had something that was so interesting to me that I wanted to support that and if I could contribute creatively to that vision then I'm I'm all on board. So Thank you. absolutely. So thanks for bringing it up cuz it was actually you, you my guy. <laughs> you are you're too sweet. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um so um you know when when we when we were kind of going through all these motions, right? I interviewed Braz, and then Braz right. actually told me about Brian, right. right? Who just had an amazing story. And shout right. out to Brian, right? Who's been on Go the pod in the magazine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one it's one for the books. Um, and he and and when he Braz told me about him, he, you know, he was just like, "Trust me, man. You're, you you know, it's gonna be great." Yeah. And then I was like, "Hey, I need to go and shoot shoot him." 
And, you know, you offered so graciously to do s some behind the scenes for us. Yeah, I, because I, I don't also, this is your thing. So I want to support, but I don't want to take over. This is your thing. Right. And so remembering the yeah. that moment, looking back. The tire. I was just trying to, you know, support you. Yeah. But if you wanted me to, like, help you and step in and do that primarily, I totally would have. But yes. I want to respect you. This is yes. your, your baby. This is your creative Yes. you know dream and so i remember that yes so it, you know in that i i you know i remember that road trip so what uh, the freaking tire popped on the way over oh there. my remember gosh that? yes blast from yeah the oh my gosh yeah. i forgot about that oh and uh what a m and oh <laughs> and the little man was you know he was he'll still marinating oh, yes i was you very know? large <laughs> I remember now. But you wouldn't know it from the way you, uh, from thanks, the way you were moving. Thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we had the dog rolling with God, us too. All over the, the place. whole the whole squad was there. Yeah. But um, you know you, I from from that day I'll never forget how much you just kind of helped me and you kind of just were like, hey, you know, look at this. Hey, like, how did you think of that? Hey, you know, um, this is the way I'm shooting it and. I'll never forget what you said, which is, you know, I don't take a ton of photos. Mm -hmm. I wait for the right shot. Yeah. Yeah. How how have you how have you kind of balanced that out in terms of, OK, like I'm OK if the right shot doesn't happen. Oh, oh, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> oh, sometimes I'm not like yeah. sometimes I I will come home from a shoot and I will kind of go over what I know I captured and remember things that I didn't capture. Mm -hmm. And that just like irks me yeah. sometimes mm -hmm. and yeah like i'll think about it like well into my sleep sometimes doesn't happen often but when i realize that yeah. like i didn't execute in the way that i absolutely wanted to sure. it was is is a little bit challenging for me bring me back to the original sentiment of um this. of like uh, of you of, of exactly that of okay you know i'm okay right. i'm not okay yeah. not capturing the <laughs> shot but I did remember these other things. Yeah. That I yeah. I'm like the the project was still finished, right. but as a creative, there are certain holes in it that I wish I could have patched. I hear you. And like, I, I feel like I've gotten better with this just being in, in human environments with interaction. I'm just a people watcher anyway. Yes. So I'm kind of waiting for that hug or I'm waiting for that reunion. Yes. They haven't seen each other in a while or they're waiting for the reaction to that joke. I'm just kind of tuned into the human side of it. And mm -hmm. so I'm very quick to be like, boom, got it. And then it's done. Yeah. Yes. No, I love that. Yes. I love that. So, um, you know, for the, for the listeners out there, when, when I was doing the magazine and I was putting these issues out, um, I remember I, I asked Amanda, like, hey, you know, I, I'll have, like, these drafts done, and, you know, they're pretty much good to go, but do you want to read them? And she always said yes. Like, mm -hmm. yes. We just actually made it just – that was just common practice for me to send it to you. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so I'm just curious, like, what what was the creative process in reading that? And, like, how did that work out to where you knew where you wanted to shoot? Because – um, uh, your best friend. Yes. Sh give us the nicknames. Do it. My chubby. Yes. My chubby. <laughs> Sabrina was yes. awesome, and you know you wanted to shoot her at yeah. uh, at city at Fresno City College, right. right? Right. Um, and then um, you know I I I told you like hey like I would love to shoot Derek downtown. Right. You know so y just kind of walk me through like what what was it that you were thinking through as these stories and how that worked creatively for you. Yeah. So 
this is balancing understanding that you are creative owning this project. So I, I, in transparency, didn't take as much creative liberty as I might have if I felt like I had clear and crisp control, right? Mm -hmm. And so the way I approached these is... um, welcoming or you know lighthearted environments yeah. most i think all of the ones we did were outside um yeah. and they were you know local to this area except for brian's which right. was out in the bay um and i think if like reflecting if i would have had that creative liberty then i think i might have put them in familiar places to themselves yeah of of you know where those stories kind of originated from yeah um but that's me balancing wanted to uh, contribute creatively to a project that i'm not controlling or owning right and so you know trying to find a little bit of balance of what's going to work for you and you know the visual where it's more general enough to fit you know the story mm-hmm. um but still artistically and aesthetically pleasing yeah yeah i yeah. love that I, re- I remember specifically with derek's story that the truck the truck that's right the truck Amen. was like so big for me to make sure we that's had right. it in there and that's the side of it like yeah. getting those like um props or ties or environments that are true to whatever the story is Mm because i remember that he was so proud and it was so so long coming moment for him too that i was like dude we gotta we gotta show this somehow in relationship to his step story yes exactly so it just all kind of came full circle that's right that's right um so uh in, in terms of that right like um how how much do you also think about like the the individual on the back end still being the creative owner and then thinking through like, okay, I know this means something to you. How do I incorporate it? Say it again. So how do you, how do you stay true to your, your mm-hmm. creative self? Yeah. Being the creative owner, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. individual, yeah. that whoever the project or company is for. Yeah. And then, you know, staying creative with what they're asking of yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty deliberate about the clients that I take on because they understand the style to which I approach the projects. Mm -hmm. So I think that there's already like a general understanding of what the output might be. And so um, we're at least on the same page and I'm not coming up with something completely insane. Um, I've never really had that experience. And I think because it's vetted and I've um, been empowered to say no maybe I'm not the creative for you yeah. and I've I've referred you know clients on to someone who might be able to create the project in the way that they see fit so mm-hmm. making sure that you know they've provided the inspiration for what they intend to for the output to be and then understanding that I'm a creative and they like my style and I'm gonna put m- uh, the Amanda yeah. spin on it yes you know, and then we're both happy. I've been able to, you know, flex some of, you know, maybe the creative side, but while still staying true to whatever their brand or goal is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, saying no is definitely something that yeah. I think we learn. And you know, we had, um, I had, I had Yvette from, you know, Doyen here and yes. she was talking a lot about how, you know, she also learned how to say no. Right. Yeah. So how is that, how is that kind of, how has that been for you and that experience of saying no uh, balancing of like, man, this is a creative challenge that I want to do, but, but to Mm. be right for the client or whatever, right? Like Mm. I need to not 
pursue it. Manage risk, yeah. probably, yeah. right? Um, depending on how much you're risking with pushing that that boundary, I think. Um, yeah, I, I would say manage managing all of your risk and understanding, you know, what's at stake, you know, yeah. because you don't want to push something too far and then the project flops or, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I hear you. Um, so, you know, jumping topics to your family specifically. Yeah. You talked about how Braz has kind of challenged you and, you know, those those kind of um those challenges also yeah. alone, right? Um, you know, I I always joke uh, and talk about how you know he you know he's your assistant, but what I also know that is that he's also kind of like the guiding light. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and I say that because as a creative, we can get so lost in like I know I can do this and I know that I can do that, and we're just gonna drop him like ten feet and you'll be fine. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean you're like. Dude, you're not living in the real world. Those yeah. are like physics don't work like that. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, in terms of like the your relationship with you know and and you guys owning this company yeah. together, yeah. Um, you know how how have you balanced that creative where you're like, oh, you're right, like that isn't gonna work. Sure. Um, Braz and I bring different strengths to the table. Right. I am definitely creative, the visionary. I, I can think very big picture, and Braz keeps me way more practical. Yeah. He also keeps me safe. Yeah. Um, so when I'm shooting, I can get very much in the zone and um, not maybe looking out for myself. And so mm-hmm. in that regard, he keeps me safe. Um, oh, there's a cliff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm nine months pregnant, leaning over like a river, and he's like <laughs> holding my like <laughs> my shirt to like hold me back, but I'm leaning over to get the shot. It's just ridiculous. And so I'm I'm alive because of him. I'm so grateful. But also like he's gotten to experience so much create creatively because I'm always like, let's do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's a yin and yang for sure. And yeah. I'm grateful. Because not, I wouldn't say this works for everyone. I wouldn't say that maybe every couple could work together. I don't know. Braz and I just have a fabulous time together right. all of the time. So I think that's why it works. And then our skill sets don't step on each other at all. Like we might push each other creatively or push each other technically, but um, nothing really overlaps or we don't really uh, conflict yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that's why the harmony works. I, I think I think it's what you said where your skill sets complement each other and don't step on each definitely. other. Definitely. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, you that's definitely the case. Yeah. And on all aspects of it, not right. just creatively, right. like the admin side, getting paid, you know, right. managing our softwares and all of this. Like I am horrible. I would not. I'm just I'm bad at it. I'm I'm bad at it. Braz definitely handles more of the business side. For sure. Chases down the money. I'm so grateful for that. I'm just dreaming up ideas for clients and yeah. taking cool photos. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But uh, I do want to come back, Suki, because um, I remembered you were talking about saying no. Yes. And how important that is. And I said, manage your risk. But also, you get more opportunity to say no when you know yourself a little bit more. So at the beginning, I wasn't good at saying no because I was just trying to get experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now I know myself a little bit better. I know what I'm strong at. And I know where I might want to push myself a little bit, le- a little bit more, so I can say no to what I know I don't want because I've experienced that, yeah. and I I only open myself up to. 
the direction that I want to head. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to expand on the saying no. Saying no 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 is important. Say, learn how to say no. It is important. Yeah. It really, really is important. Yeah. And it's it's also one of those lessons that you have to learn yourself. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And in terms of the other part of your family, right? Yes. You know, Aram has just done so much for you guys. And the way I know that is because I've watched and I've listened, right? And by every stretch of the mind, it's been like a creative journey to watch you, to see, you know, maybe the more more tender side. And then, um, (laughs) and then just to see the, the, I guess the, um, the individual of you and, you know, okay, how does, how does, how would a mom handle this creative? (laughs) You know what I mean? Sure. Is that a fair enough statement? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I mean, I I love that you mentioned the tenderness because I realize that in a creative environment, I might be a little bossy or focused. And so, you know, that's my baby in the background. Yeah, it is. I love it. Yeah. That's a day in the life for a creative mother. I'm telling you. That's an exit. That's an entrance. Like perfect little leeway right there. Yeah. Um, it, it's been amazing to have a family in this in this time and space. You know. Right. Sorry, You're sorry, fine. Sorry. You're fine. Cut the tape. <laughs> it's been so amazing to have a family in this time and space. Um, because I love this chapter of my life. It's one of my favorites so far, but I'm also with, uh, working with my family at all times. So when I'm working, I have my family there and that's been an interesting dynamic, right? Right. It's fun. Like I really enjoy having my family. I don't get tired of brass. (laughs) And so if we're on set together or we're working together, it's been, it's been a lot of fun to be able to mix those worlds. You know, sometimes we do projects together and that's really fun. And so I'm, I'm grateful, but I like that you mentioned tenderness because sometimes people don't equate that with me. Well, 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 okay. So, um, I was going to get to this, uh, you know, at, at, uh, at the end and we're wrapping it up here as well. Um, but it's that the reason why, I can tell if there's tenderness is because you shot Natalie mm. and you shot her, um, you know, in her like ballet outfits yeah. and you know, the mother in you mm. was alive and well <laughs> and you Thanks. were, and, and you know, you were, you were still pregnant at the yeah, time. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like, it was just obvious that like you were going to be crushing it at this. Oh, you're so sweet. Thanks. And, but there's definitely a balance yeah. that people just don't understand. Right. And, and I, th- I think that, I think that it's, it's definitely shown. Right. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of, you know, in, in, in terms of your family, right. We've talked about the balance in general. Yeah. Um, how much have you, how much have you gotten inspiration from your family, from your son, from your husband, from just like the, the family around you? I just love my family so much that I want to capture what we're doing. And I love adventure in life so much that what my family is doing is also interesting. And so I'm just inspired by capturing 
our camaraderie and yes. sharing it with the world because I feel like people enjoy us. Yes. I, I feel like that, right? And I like to share it with people. I feel like we're interesting people and Rami is just so much fun and we try to create a life of adventure for him. And if people enjoy seeing that, mm -hmm. I'm happy to share it with people. Makes me happy. So if it makes other people happy, I love it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Last question. Sure. Here. Last question here. You and I are also, we talked about this just uh, a while ago, but you and I are also big believers about that it's all about the W. You know what I mean? W. You got it. You got it. You got to get the win. Yeah. How have you balanced the loss? Mm. I did a lot of the losing at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe ask me if you would ask me that a while ago. I, you know, might have had a different answer. Yeah. But as of late, the W's are pretty frequent. That's so awesome. there's not been a lot of balance but i feel like we earned that we right. can't we can't you know we earned that space we came into that space because of i wouldn't call them losses lessons for sure you know that aided my strategy to that w so sure. ultimately that l was a little stepping stone but yeah there's not a whole lot of having to balance that but that came from experience yeah and strategy yeah. Yeah. i think the lessons the the l's yeah. are always going to be a lesson oh for sure every single time oh hand like absolutely i wouldn't be here today without the moments that i stumbled and I, th I think people forget that you have to go through those definitely fail forward yes like let's go yeah. make the mistakes you you're never gonna know how to do it well until you like fucked up all the other purposes 100 percent. i let okay sorry let's ask this last question yeah what's the biggest failure that taught you the biggest lesson oh gosh the biggest failure that taught me the biggest lesson. Um, I got fired in New York, and I don't think I've ever mentioned that before or admitted that publicly. Um, but that that forced me to bet on myself. Yeah. And um, that was the best thing that ever happened to me because we started – Brazil business because of that right. I'm like let's go like I don't have a choice so yeah. let's let's do it we've yeah. been considering doing it for forever and then it just forced me on you know that path it probably would have happened either way but probably a little bit more lu lukewarm right. it was wasn't until I had to put all my eggs in that basket that yeah. I like lit some you know fire under our ass to like get it done and yes we didn't make a lot of money at the beginning right. you know and we we definitely had to like do free work mm -hmm. we had to do a lot of free work to you know just promote ourselves and that sort of thing and sure. you know the the w's now have come from just word of mouth in the community that we have built in that process so yeah interesting interesting experience it's I been a journey you. it's I definitely been a journey lots of tears yes but that's fine you learn. You're, you're, you're figuring it out. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. You should. You should try. Find all your weaknesses and just, like, tackle them if I, you have a dream. I, I agree 100%. Yeah. I agree 100%. The person, the, the person who doesn't fail is a person who's not trying. That's right. Yeah. 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 So Absolutely. 
thank you again for doing this. I really appreciate it, and I always enjoy our conversations. My absolute pleasure, and I do too. We always have something so fun and interesting to talk about, and we always have new business ideas 100%. that we're like running off of each other like every six months. I feel like you're going to own a million companies I by like wait. the end of your life. I yeah, can't wait. So interesting. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. For sure. So grateful. Thank you.